When you're smiling. Hey, you. Bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly. Crack a smile. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. For today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about the Jane Silent Bob reboot. Then after that, I have another movie that I'm reviewing. It's going to be the movie directed by Guy Ritchie and also stars Hugh Jackman, Matthew McConaughey, and Charlie Hunnam. And that movie is The Gentleman. Then I rented another movie, and that movie is Underwater, which is a horror thriller movie. And I'll talk about that in a few minutes. So let's go ahead and talk about the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Now, it's almost been 20 years since the Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back, directed by Kevin Smith, and it was up to them to stop a movie from happening. Now, it's almost 20 years later, and now Jay and Silent Bob is getting a reboot, which is also part of the Blunt Man and Chronic series. And not only that, but I also like the fact that they actually went into detail about how the differences with reboots and a remake and I thought they actually explained that well and Kevin Smith also poked fun at Hollywood like he always does and I actually appreciated that aspect where he was able to poke fun of Hollywood and also explain the difference between a remake and a reboot not only that but like I said it's almost been 20 years since the Jane Silent Bob movie Jane, Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back so now it's up to Jane Silent Bob to go ahead and stop another movie from happening because if they don't if they don't do it they can't use their names anymore or anything like that they can't use Jane Silent Bob because now their names is actually copyrighted and therefore they actually have to change their names to something else and in order and not only that but if they wind up stopping the movie they can actually have their names back again so what do they do? They go on ahead and go on a road trip back over to Hollywood again to once again to stop another movie. And what I liked about this was the fact that the very opening scene was probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. And it's just some simple fact is you had Justin Long in there. You also had Joe Maganello in it. And then, of course, you had Kevin Smith. And you also had... Um, Jason uses Jay and the comedic time in between the three of them was just fantastic not only that but it also shows you how corrupt lawyers actually are because it goes from him Justin Long defending them on one case and then all of a sudden there's another case about them which is actually the part with the Jay and Silent Bob strikes on reboot actually takes place and then he goes over to the other side to defend the other plaintiff so it actually goes hand in hand on how lawyers actually or a little bit more corrupt than than everyday uh, society. But anyways, I actually like that aspect too where, you know, you actually have the lawyer playing both sides where, okay, Jason Mewes, uh, signs off on this contract and so does Silent Bob. And now all of a sudden now they can't even use their names. And once we get past that part, that's when the plot actually happens. And they go ahead and see Justice. And Justice, of course, is Jason Mewes's Jay's girlfriend from Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back and this time he finds out he has a daughter and the daughter is also played by Harley Quinn Smith which is Kevin Smith's daughter and I thought that the comedic time in between Jason Mewes and her was really good there's a lot of smack talking back and forth if I was your father da 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 because here's the thing you're supposed you're supposed to believe that these two are father and daughter but here's the thing She's not supposed to know that's actually Jason Muse's father or anything like that because of the promise that he gave to Justice 
saying that he won't tell her that he's the father. But anyways, his daughter wants to go to this thing called Chronicon. Chronicon is actually the spoof name of Comic-Con. And that's actually where the Jay and Silent Bob reboot is actually happening at. Where is a blunt man and chronic reboot. And I have to say, the journey and everything just gets crazy. Just like they did in the very first movie um, movie with the Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. I really thought that they actually did a really good job at trying to do a road trip all over again. And I also like the, the start of the film too where... Jay and Silent Bob tries to go on an airplane and they can't even get on an airplane or anything like that because they can't even use their own names. And then you also have them poking fun at Kevin Smith because one time he was actually overweight to the point where he couldn't even get on a plane and they told him that he weighed too much. And then all of a sudden the person who's in charge of taking the reservations for the plane and everything says, sorry, you cannot get on the plane because, because there's a weight. And all of a sudden... Jason Mewes goes on ahead and says, what are you talking about? He lost weight. Look at him. He goes, no, there's a weight. And I thought that was actually pretty funny. I thought they actually brought out the comedic level with that. Then they even do tips of the hat to other movies, of course, because this is actually a Kevin Smith shared universe. So what's a Kevin Smith movie without a few cameos from other uh, other properties from Clerks or Mallrats, Chasing Amy and stuff like that. So, you actually have that in there. You also have, I cannot believe, I'm not even supposed to be here today. Then there's also the whole entire mall rats thing that I thought that was actually pretty funny. Uh, where they actually go to the mall, where they visit Spanky. I thought that was actually pretty funny. But, other than that though, I have to say, I had a pretty good time watching the film. I was actually thinking that this is actually going to be one of those movies that is kind of raunchy. And stuff like that, which it is kind of raunchy, but at the same time, he kind of mellowed down a little bit. And he also showed a little bit more of a progress over the years where he's like, you know what? This used to be how I used to do film. And I'm trying to break myself away from doing films like that a little bit. So I'm going to add a little bit of seriousness into the film to give you a little bit of stuff that actually pulls on your heartstrings. And it actually does that because of the whole entire thing with Jason Mewes as Harley Quinn Smith's father and I thought that was actually pretty neat how they were able to do that I didn't feel like that was actually forced at all but you know like I said in my previous podcast episode with the trailer was the fact that I wasn't really sold on the trailer or anything like that and I might not be the one the demographic anymore to go out and see this movie for the simple fact that I'm 35 years old I'm not 18 or 20 anymore so therefore my humor is going to be a little bit different and the way that I look at things is going to be a little bit different so, you know, over the years, you kind of mellowed out a little bit. You kind of changed your whole entire tune and you changed and your humor changes. So the things that you once found that was funny is not funny anymore. And for a Jay and Silent Bob movie and stuff like that, yeah, I laughed my butt off a few times and everything. I really have to say I had a good time watching the film. But am I going to be the one who winds up telling people not to go see it? Absolutely not. If this is actually something that actually pulls on, pulls you and gravitate towards you, go ahead and check it out and everything. If you're like Jane Silent Bob, if you're a Jane Silent Bob fan, you're probably going to like this movie. If you're not a Kevin Smith fan or a Jane Silent Bob fan, you are not going to like this movie. But overall, it's a good time. I strongly recommend it if you're actually a Kevin Smith fan or a Jane Silent Bob fan. So go ahead and check it out. So now I'm going to be talking about the movie The Gentleman. The Gentleman stars Matthew McConaughey, and it also has Hugh Grant and Charlie Hunnam in it. And I saw this, get this, this was actually at Redbox, so I went on ahead and rented that from Redbox. And, you know, whenever I first saw the trailers and everything, 
I was sold on the trailers. I really liked what I saw. So now I wanted to see what the uh, movie was actually about. And it's about this guy named Mickey, Mickey Pearson. Mickey wants to get out of the whole entire weed business. He actually has a weed farm. And basically all he wants to do is go on ahead and live the good life with his wife and everything where he doesn't have to worry about selling weed anymore or anything like that. He can just focus on being a family man. That's until you have a couple of crazy and shady people that come involved with this whole entire thing. Because, of course, whenever a drug dealer wants to try and get out of the business, there's other people that actually wants to take that hustlers, that takes that business from somebody else. And so happens to be Mickey's the main target. And you have Hugh Grant who tries to blackmail Mickey and everything for, because of his weed plant. And this is what I have to say about Hugh Grant's character. He's so shady. He's so low down and everything. He says, I was there for this thing. I was here for that. He actually is uh, where Char Charlie Hunnam is at the start of the film. And Charlie Hunnam basically plays the uh, concierge in a way. But also he also plays the guy who cleans up Mickey's mess and also his bodyguard. So I actually like uh, Charlie Hunnam in this role. And then whenever Hugh Grant says this to him. I was there when this happened or when that happened in the movie and it happened this way. Then, of course, Charlie Hunnam has to correct him and said, no, it happened this way because I was there full front and center while you were on the sidelines being in a dark alley, taking pictures or whatever. And that's why I'm able to tell the story that the way that it needs to be told rather than you going off the cuff, making it look like it's something that it's not. And I actually liked how they actually show the two different perspectives. And then... Of course, like I said, you actually have this other guy who's actually a, like a Japanese Bond type guy who's who's rich and he wants to go on ahead and take uh, by his business, by Matthew McConaughey's business and everything. Matthew McConaughey says no. Next thing you know, it, it goes into a tug of war, pun intended. It goes into a war type feel to it where they're trying to fight over his weed corporation and then... You know, it goes into twists and turns at every angle. The action is really good. I really have to say the action sequences was real, really great. Um, I also like the part where Charlie Hunnam has to go ahead and take these teenagers' cell phones away from them, so that way, when, uh, so that way, whenever he kills somebody, it wouldn't be on record or anything like that. And I thought that was actually pretty funny of him trying to chase down these kids for their cell phones, running at them with an automatic gun. I thought that was actually pretty good. I thought that the gentleman movie was the movie. The gentleman was really good, well, very well put together. Guy Ritchie actually knows how to put a pl good plot twist on a movie as well. Because here's the thing, when you think you have one angle actually figured out, there's another twist coming around the corner. And then when you think you have that plot twist figured out, there's another t plot twist at this corner. So overall, the gentleman has this really great humor into it. The action is really great. Matthew McConaughey puts his A-game into this movie 110%. You're wondering if Mickey's going to get out of this drug corporation or not. You're actually wondering if this guy who's blackmailing Mickey and everything, if he's going to wind up dying because he's blackmailing Mickey. Charlie Hunnam does a fantastic job. If you don't know who Charlie Hunnam is, he plays Jax in the Sons of Anarchy series, which he does a fantastic job of bringing the dramatic element to this, but uh, to that role. But with this, he was able to bring his comedic timing, his dramatic, well, not dramatic chops, but his action, of course, action into this whole entire thing. And I have to have to say, this movie's a lot of fun. 
and you actually have to pay a lot of attention to certain scenes or otherwise you're going to be lost in translation whenever you watch this movie because you cannot just pause this movie and then pick up right where you are. You actually have to full-on focus in on this movie and what these characters are doing. Otherwise, you're going to be confused and therefore you might not actually enjoy the movie that, the way that you want to enjoy it. So I strongly recommend that you guys actually check out The Gentleman. So my last movie, Underwater. And I had high hopes for Underwater, to be honest with you. And because of the fact of the fact that it takes place underwater, of course, it's an aquamarine um, about a film with aquamarine people underwater investigating some stuff, and then of course these um, creatures in the water winds up attacking their whole entire submarine or their whole entire th- bunker or whatever, and that's when the stuff goes down. And T.J. Miller's in this movie, and I have to tell you this. I like T.J. Miller whenever he's, like, in a small cameo roles here and there, like for Deadpool, and also, too, whenever he was in Ready Player One. But for him to be a side note for the comedic part of the movie, I found him annoying. I found T.J. Miller's role very annoying. I wanted him to die. That's how bad that I didn't really care for him in this particular movie. And... Basically, this movie is one of those movies where it's very cliche. There's a lot of cheap jump scares in this movie. There's no slow tension buildup. There's what you see is pretty much what you get. And not only that, but this movie wasn't really gravitated towards me like I wanted it to be. I wanted this movie to be great. I really did. But it didn't it didn't move me the way that it, I wanted to be moved. It didn't scare me the way that I wanted it to be wanted to scare me at all. I really have to say that Underwater is definitely not the type of... If you're expecting a slow burn type movie with some levity to where you can actually feel some attachment to some of the characters that might wind up dying, you're not going to get it from this movie at all. Matter of fact, there's this is actually a paint-by-the-numbers kind of movie where everything seems cliche. Some This movie doesn't draw you in the, light, the way that you want to be drawn in. And I really don't feel nothing for any of the characters in this movie. I didn't really feel like this movie was good so anyways that's what i have to say about underwater so tell me what you guys think about underwater the jay and silent bob reboot and also the guy richie filmed the gentleman because i thought those two movies was the better of the one that i rented so tell me what you guys think about that oh and i also forgot to mention one other thing i actually i actually watched a movie called extract extract has Chris Hemsworth and it is actually a Netflix original so you can guys can actually check it out on Netflix and I had a lot of fun with this movie because of the fact that you actually have a movie that takes place in India and basically this mobster's son gets taken and now it's up to Thor himself Chris Hemsworth to go ahead and rescue this kid and bring him to safety <coughs> and Man, I just gotta say, the action sequence is really good. It kind of has that John Wick kind of flavor to it. It does have a little bit of shaky cam to it, which I didn't really like the whole shaky cam because of the fact that I feel like I have a headache whenever they do a shaky cam scene. I get the fact that they want to glue you into it, but it's not necessary to actually have a shaky cam for action movies. But anyways, the action sequences are really good. The camera angles on the way that it's actually shaped in and everything is really good. I thought that was actually pretty cool. Because here's the thing. Whenever you see Chris Hemsworth, there's actually something... The camera kind of pan angles a little bit. And there's something else going on on the 
near the road or whatever, and then all of a sudden someone gets shot. This thing has uh, is really good. I really have to say, this movie extract is really good. I really cared about him trying to get this kid to safety through this whole entire movie because it, I mean it. It actually pulls you in to where. Chris Hemsworth actually has to try and get this kid out of here. Otherwise, he's going to die. And then the kid also does not trust Chris Hemsworth at all. So, therefore, as the movie keeps on progressing, the kid winds up changing. And his and his walls start go going down a little bit to the point where he can actually trust Chris Hemsworth. And I have to say, this movie will actually pull on a little bit of your heartstrings as well. And then also, too, Chris Hemsworth does a really good job at doing these action sequences as well. I really love the whole entire martial arts aspect to it, where he actually takes down somebody. He's just a badass with a gun and everything. And he does a fantastic job with this movie. Uh, the dialogue was really good. It was really strong. You actually can actually believe that this kid is being taken and he's in danger. And you're wanting Chris Hemsworth to rescue him. And of course, you know, at the very beginning of, of this film, he does wind up rescuing him. But that's not like the key factor. Once that happens, that's when the shit really goes down. And I have to say, if you really are into action movies, if you're into um, people trying to extract people to rescue and stuff like that, I strongly recommend this film for you. So with that being said, tell me what you think about that. And until next time, bye bye.